This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the June 7, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Yesterday's episode was a pre-recorded effort offering marital advice. Yeah, kind of weird. At the wedding that I mentioned we attended, there was a piece of advice said by the minister given to him by his grandmother. If you are going to argue, argue naked. Words to live by. On a more serious note, in my pre-recorded effort, I did not mention that June 6th was the anniversary of D-Day. I cannot imagine being in a landing craft on that day as the uh, Allies began the assault on Normandy. Well, maybe I can. I would likely be the guy puking his guts out, crying for his mommy, and wondering if I would disgrace the family because I was scared out of my mind. All of them were heroes. Quick hitters. Speaking of World War II, if food shortages are coming, should our government encourage us all to grow food? Kind of like the victory gardens in World War II. Seriously, the war in Ukraine will affect food supply. The big baby formula plant in Michigan has restarted. It will make specialty formula first, then regular formula. On Thursday, the January 6th committee investigating the Capitol Hill riot will hold hearings. The Supreme Court still has not issued the abortion ruling. I'm guessing it will be the last ruling issued before the summer recess. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson survived a no-confidence vote within his own party. 148 voted to oust him, but that fell short of the required 180. Why the no-confidence vote? Because of Partygate. He had parties during COVID. It would be bad to be removed as Prime Minister. Kind of cool to be removed as Prime Minister because you party too much. Elon Musk says he may walk away from his offer to buy Twitter because of concerns over the number of fake accounts. Musk says the company has not provided adequate data. Oil and gas prices keep climbing. I paid $6 per gallon in California yesterday. OPEC says they will increase output by over a half a million barrels a day in July and August. That should help a little. CNN has an article that elections today in California may send a message the Democrats should pay attention to crime and bread and butter issues. My question is, when should politicians not pay attention to those issues? The answer is never. Moving on. There are lots of stories that the Department of Agriculture will not supply school lunch money funding if schools do not allow students to use the gender bathroom of their choice. Today I am not going to comment on the trans part of that issue, but I will on the big government part of the issue. As the government becomes a larger part of our lives, government can wield that power to force views upon us. We may yell yippee when it supports our views, not so much when we don't like those views. You might ask yourself what Trump might have done if he had thought to wield the power of withholding school lunch money. I link to an article on monkeypox, which we are likely to hear more about in the coming weeks. The article makes scientific arguments using DNA mutations that the current monkeypox variant circulating outside of Africa likely did not recently jump from animals to humans, but has been circulating since about 2017. And maybe it isn't as deadly. Interesting article, much to learn, might have been nice, 
as COVID hopefully winds down if we had a break for a year or two from weird, deadly world diseases. Former Trump trade advisor Peter Navarro was indicted for contempt of Congress because, per CNN in the linked article, quote, he refused to cooperate in the House January 6th committee's investigation, end quote. Rather than allowing the 72-year-old man to surrender at a facility, they caught him and handcuffed him. The FBI and DOJ must be proud. Alan Dershowitz has a podcast, The Der Show, and says in the linked podcast that Peter Navarro was right not to testify based on executive privilege and that the committee should have gone to the courts to instruct him to testify. Dershowitz does not seem to think it is a close call. Dershowitz makes a good point that if Republicans win the Congress in 2022, that committee investigations could go the other way, and it will be interesting how the subpoena game is played then. Fox News has an article, and I've probably pitched this in the past myself, about the CDC not just following the science because they met with the teachers' union before recommending policy. Not following the science, Fox says, and or quotes others. And I think I made that same pitch. And maybe it's true. But it dawned on me in reading the article that even if you are following the science, you might bounce your science ideas off of stakeholders to get their input and maybe tweak the policy. I'm not saying oops. I am saying there are sometimes more than one way to interpret facts. I keep saying that I can't believe our choices for president have been Trump Clinton and Trump Biden. Some of us think Biden is awful and others are coming to realize it. But I understand Biden voters. No way they could stomach Trump and Trump earned that. How did Trump win? He ran against Hillary. God, that is one awful person shown to be even more awful as concrete evidence, almost like DNA stains on a blue dress, comes out that she created the Trump collusion nonsense. But why did she get nominated? Or Trump, for that matter. Republicans had some nice, experienced folks running. I'm guessing the multitude of candidates running for the reasonable vote split the reasonable vote and made Trump the winner with what I will call the excited vote. Grandpa-looking Bernie Sanders and his liberal policies scared the Democratic reasonable voters and gave us Hillary for a nominee. Bernie Sanders likely would have beaten Trump if he had been the nominee, and then would have tried to implement his wacko leftist policies. He would have failed, and in 2020, we might have elected a reasonable Republican. Upon reflection, it might have been interesting if Bernie had won. We are flirting with far-left stuff now anyway. I'm not sure why, why you got that analysis today, but it felt good offering it. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.